Daily on KFH. All right, welcome back, everybody. Sports Daily here on KFH. Glad to be with you. Oh, Tommy. All right, so there's KU. We'll get back to that probably. If you want to leave us your comments on KU last night, you can do it on our video streams, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. You can also uh, hit us uh, on the IHOP hotline at 869-1240. We'll give away some some HDO a little bit later in the show. Let's talk about K-State, Tommy. Different sort of feel. Uh, in a game that was, you know, maybe closer. I, I think the line was 13. They won by 10, but it went to overtime. Uh, and it was tied at halftime and tied in regulation, by the way, um, which is interesting. I, I don't, you know, K-State, I, I don't have a good grasp for what K-State's going to be in the Big 12. They're not going to win the Big 12. Nothing like that is happening with this team this year. I don't, I mean, unless it, it would be a big surprise to me if that happened. Cam Carter continues to be, uh, a force on this team. It's been a really nice development. Arthur Kaluma had a big second half. Tyler Perry, though, again in this game, he shot 12 threes. It's going to be his game, clearly. But, he, he, you know, he picked it up in overtime he was big. And in the second half, he wasn't great in the first time. We've seen that now several times from him. It'd be nice if he could get off to a better start. And I think in the games that he does that, they've been much better. Uh, Day-Day Ames, who's been the great freshman, uh, was not quite as good last night, but you know, or I don't know what to make of Oral Roberts. They shot it really well from three, fifty percent, and I think that's what kept them in the game. Ultimately, um, they didn't shoot a ton in the second half, though. Uh, what, what did they shoot for three in the second half? Yeah, zero for five in the second half uh, from three. So you know, it was it was a great first half for them. They did not shoot it well in the second half. And and K State got a win. I I don't know what to make. I mean, I'm glad they got a win. I guess like I it, it's I don't really know what much else to think about it other than it's good that they won that game when probably they had a chance not to. I think that's the thing with Tyler Perry is that you have to take the good with the bad a little bit. And and the first half was not good for Tyler Perry at all. You know, all 20 of his points came in the second half in overtime. And you mentioned it. I mean, he's going to shoot the three. Um, and I think he's got the green light from Jerome Tain to do so. And it's one of those situations where you know he's going to fire it up. And, and at least so far this season, it hasn't been great in the first half. But then he kind of finds his stroke and you know is able to make it happen uh, late in the game. Cam Carter was awesome. He had a double-double in the game. Um, the, the steps forward that this guy has taken from last season to this year is remarkable. I think he's the most important player on Jerome Tang's team. Um, he, he brings that continuity and that consistency. That's one thing that Jerome Tang talked about in postgame is that right now there's not a lot of consistency with the team. You don't exactly know what you're going to get. Um, you know, and I think a perfect microcosm of that is Tyler Perry. But Cam Carter is probably the most consistent out of all the players that are on that team. With the double-double, I think that there's a trust factor that Jerome Tang has with Cam Carter. I think he's noticed and realized that he's taken that step forward and he's going to lean on him. And so I think that you know having him be the key integral part of that team and the most important part of that team, the focal point of the team, uh, I mean, that's really where they were able, to, I think, to pull away in overtime and, and ultimately get the win. As far as what, they're, what they look like moving forward, 
Yeah, it took them overtime to beat Oral Roberts. I don't really know what to make of Oral Roberts. They don't have Ace Miss anymore. Um, you know, so I don't exactly know. Isaac McBride returns for Oral Roberts. So, you know, and he had a good game last night for them. So I don't exactly know what to make of it. I don't know if it's anything that I'm, you know, super concerned about moving forward. I just think they need to find their footing consistently for and be able to play a complete game in the first half and the second half. But he, I mean, his game right now is just shooting threes. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just that, talking about in general. They've got to find consistency as a as a whole from the first half to the second half. You know, they can't. Yeah. You know, he can't. He can't shoot. You know, Tyler Perry. If you want to talk about him specifically, you know, you yeah. can't. You can't have him. You know, miss a bunch of shots early and then lean on well, him late. You got to have him. Cam Carter was. Cam Carter's the opposite, right? right? He shot it really well early and didn't shoot it well right. late. I, I'd like to see more from the offense. Be not just shooting threes. Yeah. Um, and I don't, you know, they were nine for 29. They took 29 threes last night. Um, if you're going to do that, you got to shoot it probably better than 31%. I, I don't, but, but again, like, is this team limited in what they're going to do? I, that, I, I think it's harder for me to have like a hot take on this team because I don't know what the expectation is. Like for KU, it's easier for me because the expectation is to win a dang national championship, right? Like we, that's that expectation has been set a long time ago. So we know what we expect out of KU. I have a hard time with it with, with K state. Cause I don't know what to expect for Like, I don't know what the expectation should be. And so I'm, I'm continuously having a hard time when I watch them play. Like what, what do I think this team should be? I mean, all I've said from the beginning is I think they should be a tournament team, right? Like that's that's sort of it. So I I, I don't know what I'm comparing them to, and we didn't know that last year either until we got into the season and saw it, right? And the, and I think that will happen over time with this team too. Like we'll get there with this team, but I don't think this team looks like it's going to be as good as last year's team. I think that's fair, but what does that mean? Last year's team was a Final Four team, right? Like so. What are we? What are we doing? You know, in our expectations for them, and how does that impact what we have seen? Really, it's been pretty consistent what we're seeing. Yeah, I think that really, if you want me to try to pinpoint a concern, um, I think that really one of them, David David Gasson, only had one point, and he was over from the floor in twenty seven minutes of action. He did add eight rebounds. You know, that's good, but this is a guy that's averaging six or seven points a game. He's not going to be a major offensive contributor for this team. Um, but, you know, and I know that Arthur Kaluma came off the bench, uh, and, and I don't exactly know how that's going to work rotation-wise with Jerome Tang if Kaluma is a come-off-the-bench guy, you know, or if he is, you know, that was kind of a, you know, early season thing and he'll end up starting. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't really know, and I don't really necessarily think it matters I mean, all that much. he played more minutes than McNair Gasson. So, Again, so I, I don't think you, it you really know. matters all that much, but I do know that if you're going to be David Gasson and you're going to play for 27 minutes, you got to do more than one point. you got to, you got to, you know, he took four shots and missed all of them. You're adding rebounds. That's great, and and I understand that. But you got to be a little bit more of a threat that way. And so that might be one thing to keep an eye on moving forward. Um, but man, it's consistency. And Jerome Tang said the same thing in post game. It's consistency. It's it's not exactly knowing what you're going to get from this team, not only from one game to the next, but from one half to the next, right? And and which which guy it's going to be. Is it going to be Tyler Perry in the second half? Is it going to be Cam Carter in the first half? What is that going to look like? I know a big question that we had at the beginning of the season is, 
who, where is the offense coming from outside of Tyler Perry? I don't have that question anymore. It's Cam Carter. It's absolutely Cam Carter. And it's all, it's also Arthur Kaluma. And it looks like he's back pretty healthy now. Um, you know, played a majority of that game with seven of 13 from the field. I don't have a lot of concern about where the offense is coming from. I just wonder about at what just point in the game coming. is it coming from? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that it's coming at all. Yeah, you know, I thought they, I thought the Kaluma thing was interesting, and I kind of like it. I like the spark off the bench. It's sort of like what we've seen uh, Paul Mills trying to do with some of his guys at Wichita State, right? I, I don't mind Kaluma as being that, uh, you know, because y- it, you sort of can take it in waves. I mean, he was really good last night. He was, you know, twenty and eight. Yeah. He played you know, more minutes than everybody, but Tyler Perry and Cam Carter. So it, you know, it ended where we'd want to see it end anyway. I, I don't mind when coaches do that. I kind of like it for some teams, right? For some teams. And I think this could be an example of a team where that could work at least for now. And maybe it's, you know, maybe it's not what you do later because I think later in the season, you just sort of hope all your best players can play as many minutes as they can play, right? You start them and you hope that they just keep playing and don't get in foul trouble. And I think and I think Kaluma is going to be capable of doing that. But right now they do kind of need this because it was Cam Carter early who scored. What did he score? Five or eight points right out of the gates, and then he kind of went silent. And then Tyler Perry picked it up big time in the second half, especially late. He had that four point play, and then in overtime. And in overtime they looked fine. I just it's hard for me because they have. And here's the other part with K State, and there's some of this with KU too. K-State's got some talented young players that are going to get better over time. Whereas like last year for K-State, right, they leaned so heavy into their two seniors. And and really, you know, like everything flowed through them. That it, That's kind of what's it looks like trying to happen with Tyler Perry and Cam Carter. But those two players are not the same as Marquise Noel and Keontae Johnson. They're really good, but they're not those two guys. I mean, I think through, what have we played now? Six games? I think we know that. Naquan Tomlin is missed dearly, I think. I, 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 you know. So, who else steps up? You think Gasson? I'm not sure Gasson's ever well, going to no, do that. no, I don't that. think he's going to step up. I just think he's got to do more than More than Ofer, a point. Yeah, right? no, more I get it. More than a point, right? I get it. I, I like Dede Ames. I, I think he ultimately will, I don't want to say third best because Kalum is really good. But he's going to be one of the guys. I mean, he's going to be a key contributor. But but like if you're if we're looking at it, we think of a starting five down the road. Let's say Naquan Tomlin comes back. We hope he does. And you've got Ames, and then Kaluma fills out your five. If that's your five, and they're playing pretty well, that that's a team that could that, that's a team that's going to mix it up in the Big Twelve. I think, right? But they they've got some work to do for sure. They have to, and I'm totally with you. The offense can't be. 29 threes. I I don't think they're that good a shooting team to do that. I mean, Tyler Perry probably is, but does that feel like uh, uh, is is the rest of the team equipped to do that? We certainly didn't think they were before the season started, right? Like we weren't thinking about this as being some just insanely good shooting team. I'd love to be wrong about that, but I don't think that I am. So, you know, maybe Maybe get it to where you can shoot 35, 40% from three on a smaller number and create some offense. Otherwise, I'm with you on that. And maybe Gasson's up. I like David Gasson. I, I don't know. I, I Again, I have, I've had a really hard time with K-State. I'm glad they won last night. I mean, that's sort of what I take away from the game. I'm glad they won last night. Yeah, I think the only concern with that is 
if you're limiting what Tyler Perry does. Again, he I, you can't compare him to Marquise Noel. But I didn't watch Tyler Perry last year, so I don't know if it's this is who he is. Think about last season if you had tried to put a lid on Marquise Noel a little bit, right? And said, look, we got to limit the threes we're taking. Stop firing them, whatever. No, let me clarify. That's not going to be good I want for the Tyler Perry. Yeah. I want Tyler Perry firing away. Yeah. I have no problem with Tyler Perry firing away. I'm not sure I want the team as a whole taking 29 threes. I don't know who the other great shooters are. Cam Carter's a pretty good shooter. So if you know if those two combine for twenty threes in a game, that's a lot though. I'd love to. I, I want. I would love to see a, a more variety in maybe Tyler Perry's offense. I don't know. I would have to defer to somebody who watched a lot of Tyler Perry right before he came over to know exactly. I, I just know he was a really good player, right? And but outside of like looking at his stats, like I didn't watch North Texas play last year. I don't know how good he was and what he did. I just know. The numbers were there, right? And obviously, we all know he's a good shooter, one of the best in the country. We'll see. K-State, uh, up next for K-State, by the way, is... North Alabama. Uh, yeah. They get the Villanova game, which is next week. That's the that's the one, I think, to get excited about. That'll be a good... Villanova's pretty dang good. That, that will be... Because it's in Manhattan. That's a really good opportunity for K-State, for us to really get a good grasp of what this team is. Because Villanova will bring it. I, that That's a big-time game. That's probably... I mean... What did, what did they do? They they had the Miami game, right? That was a big one too, and they and they fared well. If they USC fare well against season. if they fare well against Villanova, after you know a good performance against Providence and a good performance against Miami, I don't know if it was a good performance against USC. It was the first game of the year. I, I think we'll feel pretty good. There, you know, we'll get North Alabama out of the way, but Villanova, LSU, and Nebraska before Wichita State. This is. A, we're going to talk about how fun the next portion of the Wichita State schedule will be. It's going to be a pretty fun portion of the K-State schedule, too. 869-1240, your thoughts on it. We'll come back. We'll wrap up hour number one. Shocker talk coming in the second hour. We'll look at this Richmond game. Uh, it's a Wednesday, everybody, and it is college Batman. Man, isn't this great? We get all this college basketball to talk, and it's not even December yet. This is fantastic. We'll be back with more Sports Daily right after this. 97.5 and 1240 KFH.